This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Monday, May 2nd. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Almond acreage inches higher. Latest water fight in the legislature. Corteva exiting Russia. And Senate Ag holds its first farm bill hearing. Almond acreage grows despite drought. While California's almond industry is not experiencing the record gains of previous years, it's not losing ground either. Farmers have removed more orchards in response to the drought, but the loss was not enough to offset overall acreage gains. That, according to new industry and USDA reports, the Almond Board has issued. An analysis by the firm Land IQ found that productive almond orchards will increase about 2% this year, adding 29,000 acres. It estimates growers will remove about 60,000 acres by harvest time. The USDA's National Ag Statistics Service, meanwhile, surveying growers about the previous crop year and found that bearing acres were up more than 5%, while non-bearing acres dropped nearly 9%. Keep in mind, in two weeks, the Ag Statistics Service will issue the first report that estimates the actual almond yield for the current crop year. A more accurate picture of the haul will not come until July. Water fight gets personal with bill scrutinizing state management. Senator Melissa Hurtado of Sanger has not given up hope on a bill that would have dissolved the water board before a committee reworked the measure recently. The revised bill would instead establish a new committee to study a broad range of wastewater issues for policy recommendations. Yet several environmental groups remain unsettled with the bill. This is more of a personal opposition to this bill than anything else, which is unfortunate because we do need reform, said Hurtado. Senator Dave Cortez of Silicon Valley, a co-author on the bill, agreed, saying although the revamped bill was in response to their request, the groups have maintained a general distrust with the authors. Adding to that, Republican Senator Brian Dolly of Bieber pointed out that no water right holders or agencies opposed the measure. But Dolly remained nervous that any solutions the committee would put forward would, quote, get squashed in California politics and that lawmakers in other committees may amend the bill to target the state's water laws. Now, on that note, committee chair Ben Allen of Santa Monica sought to ensure the proposed committee would consider reforms to water rights as well. It's clear to me that we do need a real re-examination of our water system, said Allen, adding that the system has, quote, just become so flawed and it's really not serving our state. It's not serving our environment. It's not serving our regular folks. Corteva shuts down operations in Russia. See giant Cortevas packing up and ceasing all operations in Russia as the country continues its military invasion of Ukraine, that according to a press release from the company. Corteva also says it's working to help Ukrainian farmers who are trying to harvest and plant crops during the war. Since the onset of this tragic war, we have taken all possible action to support and protect our Ukrainian colleagues and their families, our customers, and the communities in which we operate, including through direct and indirect aid to address the immediate humanitarian needs, Corteva said. We have also put in place direct action to help assure, as normal as possible, 
2022 growing season in Ukraine. Corteva further said it intends to, quote, donate seed to Ukraine, Africa, and the Middle East region for the 2023 growing season, that to lessen the impact on global food production. Senate Ag hears concerns at first Farm Bill hearing. The Senate Agriculture Committee's first 2023 Farm Bill hearing is in the books. At a field hearing at Michigan State University on Friday, Committee Chairwoman Debbie Stabenow of Michigan and ranking Republican John Bozeman heard from farmers representing a range of Midwest agriculture from urban ag to fruit, dairy, and row crop production. One common theme at the field hearing was the importance of conservation programs. There was some frustration aired with the time that it takes to get funding through programs such as EQUIP, the Environmental Quality Incentives Program. Speed is a problem, said Glenn Chown, Executive Director of the Grand Traverse Regional Land Conservancy in northern Michigan. In all of these programs, there's a lot of bureaucracy. There's a lot of layered decision-making. Dairy producer Ashley Kennedy said it's important to get consensus from level to level through NRCS, referring to the Natural Resources Conservation Service. The next hearing will be held in Arkansas, Bozeman's home state. Regan says EPA needs to keep working on MODIS. Environmental Protection Agency Administrator Michael Regan defended his agency's approach to determining the agency's regulatory reach under the Clean Water Act in an otherwise uneventful appearance before House appropriators on Friday. Despite a pending Supreme Court case on federal wetlands jurisdiction, Regan told Idaho Republican Representative Mike Simpson that EPA would continue its work on finalizing a pre-2015 definition for waters of the U.S. The Supreme Court case, quote, will address some aspects of WOTUS, but not all of them, Regan said, which will allow EPA to quickly adapt its rule to the Supreme Court's opinion. Regan repeatedly mentioned the need to coordinate with cabinet secretaries, in particular, Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack on issues including WOTUS, biofuels, nutrient runoff, and funding in the bipartisan infrastructure law. We know that electric vehicles are the future, but they're not going to be readily available to everyone tomorrow, he told the House Appropriations Committee, the Interior and Environment Subcommittee. And so as we think about advanced technologies, we also think about advanced biofuels and advanced fuels. Finally, here's today's He Said It. Whiskey's made for drinking and water's made for fighting over. We all know that. There's not enough whiskey. That's Senator Brian Dolly responding to Senator Ben Allen, who was grasping for a quote that is often misattributed to Mark Twain. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Monday, May 2nd. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Daly.